brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Live from the Grace Broadcasting Studios in Covington, Tennessee, it's Adam and Chad, bringing you the latest in sports from a local perspective every Tuesday night. And now, your hosts, Adam Craig and Chad Gatlin. Good. <laughs> Chad, Chad, Chad's over there working on the stuff. So. <laughs> All right, welcome in everybody. Adam and Chad back here after our little two-week hiatus. Here we had some technical difficulties, and looks like some of them have carried over with Chad's mic over there. But uh, yeah, you can catch us right here uh, every week live here on Facebook. If you miss us live, you can catch us on uh, let's see, iHeart, iTunes, uh, Speaker.com. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what that noise was. Also, if you want to catch us on Twitter, it's at Adam Chad Sports. And also, if you want to give us a call, it's 901-475-9355. Uh, tonight, we got a good show. We're talking uh, college football. we got the playoffs. we got the bowl games coming up. We missed a few of them last week. We'll go over some of those scores in case you missed them, too. We also have uh, NFL playoffs going to be coming up here soon. we got rounding out the last couple weeks of the season. A lot of big games going on that could make or break some teams. Uh, Titans are still in the hunt amazingly they've come through and of course then with hockey hold on yeah there you are no 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 he's gone he's there (laughs) now we we have it's like you don't want to cooperate sorry about all the technical difficulties he comes and goes there he goes there you are no gone again (laughs) but uh we also uh, you got the uh, predators in the nhl 
still uh, one of the best teams in hockey and hanging in there. We're probably going to make another run. Are I you think there? We're, all right. Yeah, there here he we is. are. Hey, Chad's <laughs> back. Chad's back. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that song. We thought we had it fixed. Usually it's now, my mic that's causing all the problems. <laughs> I know. Not tonight. It's me. Uh, I, I don't know what's going on there. Like Adam said, uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight, including the bowl games coming up. Uh, lots of different stuff going on in the NFL. Of course, very exciting this time of year. Maybe the most exciting the NFL's been in, in two, three years. I mean, it's really good. Uh, right now and while you would have thought last week a lot of teams would have uh, cemented their playoff standings we're still up in the air with a lot of teams and look this is to me what's so cool so we're coming up on week 16 right there's 17 weeks in the NFL season we're coming up on week 16 and these Pittsburgh Steelers could either win their division or be out of the playoffs entirely that's how close and how great it is right now in the NFL. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens hanging on to the sixth spot right now, but in contention for it, you still got the the uh, Browns, believe it or not, have fought their way after firing their coast, fought their way into contention for that last spot. The Dolphins are in there. The Titans are in there, and the Colts are in there. The most likely scenario right now is the uh, Ravens end up, is that the Steelers win their division and the Ravens end up with that spot. But you could end up with... Uh, the if the Ravens if the Ravens win the division and push the Steelers out of the playoffs, then you end up with uh, Tennessee and Indianapolis potentially playing for that last spot in the playoffs in Week 17 in the last game of the season for them. So it's a uh, it's always exciting when you come down to division game anyway at the end. But when you're playing for a shot at the playoffs and one of you is going to get the sixth seed, and it's looking more and more likely that that will be the scenario, that uh, it will be Tennessee playing Indianapolis for a playoff berth. The only real hitch in the plan is Baltimore right now. Uh, right. And so Baltimore's in that, Baltimore has that spot right now. If uh, the Steelers are able to hang on and win their division and Baltimore doesn't, then Baltimore will get the wild card because of the way things work. Uh, right. it, it's strange, but uh, uh, the Steelers would end up completely out of the playoffs if they don't win their division. Uh, so it, it's a uh, man; it's just nutty. And uh, but I've been enjoying the heck out of it, man. Uh, uh, the Titans pick up another win this weekend. That was great. Derrick Henry, another big game because they finally decided to do what we've been saying all year. I don't know how much we've said it on the air, but I know in private conversations, you and I, Adam, have uh, we've <laughs> talked. Let me. Yeah, there we go. That's a better angle. Uh, we have uh, we have talked in private many times about it seemed like they were doing the antithesis of what they should be doing with the running backs. So they got Deion Lewis, little Deion Lewis. They've got him running straight up the middle, and they're trying to bounce Derrick Henry, big six whatever he is, six four. What is he? Six, six three. Yeah, six three. Close enough. Yeah. Six three, two fifty. Uh, running back and they they got him trying to bounce around to the outside and dance and uh uh they finally have figured it out pound henry up the middle and just let him drag guys with him and uh so henry had one of the best games in nfl history two weeks ago and then followed up with 170 yard performance and has now uh the best two game rushing performance since earl campbell right and uh so uh, they really dialed it in now. Now, it may be too little too late because some people have to lose in order for them to get where they want to go. Uh, but 
it's exciting to finally see them having figured that out and using Derrick Henry in the right way. And that's going to free up. Now, uh, in the game uh, Sunday, you only saw Marcus Mariota only had 88 passing yards. But think about this. They won the game and shut out the Giants. And they've only allowed one touchdown, I think, in the last three games. Their defense is playing well. And eventually things will open up for Mariota and the receivers because Henry is such a threat that the linebackers will have to cheat up in order to contain Henry. So it's a good situation going forward, I think, for the Titans, whether they make the playoffs or not. But I'm still pretty excited about the possibility of them winning out and making the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it it would be interesting to see how it goes. I mean, the AFC is so strong this year, though, that'd be even the bigger challenges okay can they get past some of these teams if they do move on what's even crazier is new england usually is long clinched by now oh at first round you know, line, yeah, yeah you know they're gonna be there but they're right there in the middle of it with everybody else there's gonna be a few more games in kansas city and la chargers are the teams that are gonna do it you know they've yeah. already locked in their spots and it, nobody i mean no, not anybody's surprised i mean everybody saw that probably coming but um yeah, it, I mean, it is exciting that the Titans are still in the hunt in many different scenarios, so it now, should be was, a good game. I was, uh, I was disappointed in why why couldn't the Cowboys beat the Colts? Right. I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> that would have helped a lot. The one time I want the Cowboys to win something, they can't pull it off. And uh, so that could have helped everybody out a lot. That could have helped Dallas and uh, them. Now, Dallas still probably win the division, but... Uh, They're in know, danger now, though. Yeah, I, I mean... Oh, gosh, it was just so frustrating. Last night's game, the Monday night football game uh, you had between the Panthers and the Saints, NFC South matchup, uh, the Saints looking to get a number one seed in the uh, in the NFC, and they play, and it was a defensive game, 12-9, to 9, so it stunk for fantasy football. If you were playing daily fantasy, unless you put both defenses on your team, you, you I mean, you really stunk right. it up, but... Uh, it was terrible for that, but uh, the game had so many great hits. It was so physical last night, and I, I, I was watching the game, and I'm thinking, I can't remember the last time I saw people hit this hard in an NFL game consistently. You see a big hit here and there, but these guys were just going at it. Like, this was, this is how a playoff game is supposed to be, and it wasn't even a playoff game, but uh, it was a great game. If you like defensive games, there wasn't a lot of scoring. And, look, I had some daily fantasy stuff that I missed out on because Cam's not doing anything. Breeze isn't doing much. He eventually got plenty of yards. I mean, he went like 25 or 30, but no touchdowns. Uh, Kamara eked out one touchdown, less than 100 yards rushing. Uh, you know, uh, they, they split a lot of carries with him and Ingram, so that took away from some of the things. And So from a fantasy points perspective, and if you're an offensive guy, it wasn't that great of a game. But if you like defense and you like to see big hits, and like there were like some Ronnie Lot level hits in this game, it was really good in that respect, and I did enjoy uh, watching it for that reason. Uh, and now I also I like high scoring games too, so it, a lot of times it just depends on the game. Uh, but this was a it was a good defensive game last night, and it was entertaining even though it was only twelve to nine final score. Yeah, sometimes those defense games, like you said, with the big hit, usually the defensive struggles are. A, a hard-hitting game a lot of times. I mean, I remember a lot of the going back to college games, Alabama-LSU games that were real low scoring, and it was like 9-6 to six in the one game, and then it turned out, you know, it was completely different the next time. But a lot of hard hits, a lot of defenses going after each other, and, and it, it even makes it show how 
decent Carolina is, the fact that in New Orleans with their high power, the way their offense has been playing, to be able to do that. But it's just too little too late, I think, for them. They couldn't – even if they went out, I think they're virtually eliminated. But, yeah, that definitely always makes for a fun game. Some people don't like those. I don't mind defensive games because you still get to see some offense. I mean, Kamara had a, a pretty decent game overall. I mean, not his, not his usual 100-yard type thing. But, uh, yeah, definitely definitely entertaining game, definitely – Good, like you said, it's already almost like playoff games already. So, I mean, hopefully, the next two weeks will have the same kind of. Yeah, what's great is a lot of the teams that are playing each other over the next couple of weeks have things to play for. So, now, uh, as far as like, I think the the Titans, the Giants didn't look like they were trying too hard. Uh, Now, Eli got frustrated early in the game, I think, and then kind of phoned it in after that. But, you the Giants next week will play the Colts and I think the Colts are lucky because I think the Giants have given up and so that one won't be very entertaining but I think you've got some other games that will be pretty entertaining I think there's still fight left in the Jaguars even though they're out I I think there's fight left in the Jaguars to give trouble uh to even the Texans in the very last week uh, I think there's some fight left. Plus, I think there's a coach down there who's thinking, you know, man, I almost made the Super Bowl last year. Should have beat New England and gotten to the Super Bowl last year. And then this year, they're that terrible, and they didn't have a big personnel changeover, and they had to bench their quarterback that they just paid a ton of money to. I mean, this guy's job is on the line, and so you know he's going to at least try to get this team motivated uh, to do something to make sure that he's still Jaguars head coach next year, Doug Marone, that is. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's there's going to be a, a a lot of changes. I, I'm I'm curious to see how everything's going to pan out. And then we got the draft in Nashville here in April. So that's going to be yeah, that's right. Yeah, the mm-hmm. draft coming to Nashville in April. And you know, I saw uh, 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 McShay over there at uh, ESPN. He puts out this uh, top draft prospects or whatever. And then it's top draft. So he put out top 30 draft draft prospects. No Daryl Henderson in the top 30. Right. Top 10 running backs. No Daryl Henderson. Do, are you, what, I mean, are you crazy? Well, you know, you're he's wrong he's like the, 60% of the time. Yeah, anyways. yeah. But I mean, <laughs> come on, McShay. You're telling me that Daryl Henderson is not one of the top 10 running back prospects for the NFL? I mean, right. You're you're nuts. Nobody agrees with you. Anybody that watches football thinks that he is probably one of the top three or four running backs in the draft, and most people think he's one of the top two. Right. Some right. people think that uh, Jonathan, um, why does his last name escape me right now? The kid from Wisconsin is Love. Uh, better prepared. Or no, that's uh, Stanford. It's yeah, uh, n- yeah, no, not Bryce Love. Uh, yeah, I know uh, who you're talking about from Jonathan. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I can't think of the kids. Yeah, last I name. can't either. But, I uh, and go. Uh, anyway, uh, the uh, a lot of people think he's better prepared because he's seen better competition, and so you know that uh, he's stood up to the test of better competition. Uh, and and that may be true. I don't know, but uh, he definitely to me, Derek Henderson. I mean, Daryl Henderson is going to be in your top thirty. I mean, you, you don't think he's a first rounder? You know what it is, man. They've devalued that position so much that they don't now that's yeah okay so there's a lot of that too and that's fine if you don't think he's a first rounder that's fine because that may come down to a position thing and where you can get value in the draft um so i I understand not predicting him as a first rounder but to say he's not one of the top 10 running back talents in the draft is crazy that's insane 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised. I, of course, well, I say surprised. I'm not surprised that McShay would probably be wrong. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's uh, for him to not at least be in his top 10. I mean, there's not that many running backs coming out that's like big time. You know, there's not like, I can only think of maybe four off the top of my head that are like got big names. You know, everybody else is, you know, good. But, yeah, that you know. Jonathan kid whose last name I still can't think. Stewart? Jonathan Stewart? I think so. I was, I was looking. I didn't see a Jonathan on there. Oh, Taylor. Taylor, Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to up, so. John Stewart had the Daily Show. Yeah. <laughs> ah, you know. Boy. Close. It's a Jonathan Stewart. It's the right. smartest sports show on radio. <laughs> <laughs> Adam and Chad. We'll be right back. U.S. 51 Country, 93.5 FM. We wanted a show that crossed Sports Center with Jimmy Fallon with West Tennessee. Pretty cool, right? Then we blew our budget on tacos and ended up going with Adam and Chad. Welcome back, Adam and Chad. U.S. 51 Country 93.5 FM, the U.S. 51 Country mobile app, Facebook Live, where you can leave your comments in the comment feed. Before we jump into the next uh, segment here, I did want to mention uh, on a local note that the High School Player of the Year Award is going to be awarded. It has not been awarded yet. Like, it hasn't been given to the person yet, but we've already chosen the winner, and the winner is Marcus Hayes at Covington High School. Uh, Marcus, the outstanding, insanely talented running back at Covington High School. He is the Hat Ads Player of the Year. We thank Hat Ads for sponsoring the Player of the Week all year long and then sponsoring the Player of the Year Award as well. He will receive, uh, in addition to the Player of the Week gift certificates he's gotten, he will receive a $100 gift certificate to Hat Ads Department Store in Munford. Here are his stats for the year. 200, 200, excuse me, 215 carries for 2,120 yards, 23 touchdowns, 5 catches for 169 yards, and a touchdown 13 kickoff returns for 520 yards and two touchdowns so outstanding year marcus hayes and they were the state runners up by the way in 3a football uh great year for marcus hayes congratulations you are the hat ads player of the year and we will present your trophy as soon as we can uh we're working on it we had him in the studio to do it a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. that messed up and then we couldn't have a show last week and so anyway we're just uh we're running into some issues or something i don't know holidays i guess got us. <laughs> but yeah. uh we will we'll get it all straightened out and uh, get that beautiful trophy that is provided us by tipton county trophies uh and we'll get the uh, tctrophies.net by the way is the website and uh we'll get that to him uh as soon as possible all right now so the xfl uh according to adam uh and i i didn't uh, i have not read this i didn't see the announcement i have no idea but the xfl has announced which eight cities will have teams in the new xfl coming up next season 2020 mm-hmm. now uh uh i haven't seen this and i didn't see who the teams were but i'm going to try to guess the cities that got xfl teams uh, and Adam, I want you to tell me if I'm right or not on okay. this. Yeah, and All you right. have eight. There's eight teams, just like it was before, and um, and they've different. You know, they changed the cities up, and you know, of course, now we, they have the Alliance of American Football. So that's coming. That's coming this year, which Memphis has a team in that. Right. The and, I, and I'll throw a hint out there: there are no Memphis Maniacs. They didn't come back to Memphis, so. That's your right. only hit. That's your only That's one. <laughs> the Memphis Express pretty much messed us out of that. Right. I yeah. will say this, though. The Memphis Express uh, has as their quarterback Christian Hackenberg, 
which is they a great prospect out of Penn State uh, that I thought would be in the NFL right now. So uh, I, I, I might actually go see a game because uh, Hackenberg's a good quarterback. So I might <laughs> actually go. The, he, he's a level of player that I would expect to be in the NFL right now and not playing in a in a development league. Right. But, uh, so here's okay. So here's where I'm going to uh, go with this. I think that uh, we know Memphis doesn't have a team. Right. Uh, Memphis should have gotten the Maniacs, but because the AAFL jumped in here first, it kind of messed it up. Right. So I believe that they went to uh, the first city. I'm going to guess out of the eight. I believe Orlando got a team. You want me to tell you as you go, or let tell you tell me as eight. I go? Okay. Nope. No team in Orlando. No team that in Orlando. That was the biggest surprise. Wow, that was a, that is a surprise because no NFL they really team, supported. great market. They really supported mm-hmm. the Rage. The Orlando Rage were awesome too. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, the they may have been the ones that won the XFL. No, it was the Galaxy, the LA Galaxy one. The LA Galaxy it, is a is a soccer team. Uh, no, Extreme. I'm sorry. It was LA Extreme. <laughs> I knew it was something close. Yeah, it was LA Extreme. I'm, yeah, you're right. I'm thinking Galaxy. I'm like, yeah, Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, no, it was the LA Extreme that won the XFL the first time around. Okay, so, so I'm over one. All right. Yeah. Um, now I'm going to guess uh, the. I'm going to guess Vegas got a team. Nope, they didn't either. Wow. And I don't know how that because that was like the Vegas Outlaws was one of the coolest looking. Because they just ones. got an NFL team, probably because of the Oakland Raiders thing. So yeah. Yep, no, and I, I thought those were two. I thought to myself, I said, I bet you Chad's going to think that those are two. Wow, but, I can't so. believe I'm over two. I honestly yeah. thought I would have at least went one for two right now. Okay, now I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say another market that will probably be a good XFL market. And so if I'm the XFL, I'm looking at that market, Oklahoma City. Nope. Man. Man. How I'll, am I? What? I, okay, here's so we're gonna have to redo this. Game I'm gonna give you a hint. Just, I'm, this will help write the ship all night. I guess. Yeah, yes. the, I'll get. I'll help so write the a ship. Hint out, yeah. Okay, two hints. Two of the teams are in cities they were in before. That's it. There's so six of them no longer have a, an XFL team that did before. So there's only two that would be in. There. Okay. Also, all eight teams are in current NFL markets. Oh wow! Yeah, that shocked that's me. That's shocking. Yeah, big surprise. That's shocking to so. me. See, I was trying to pick outside the NFL right. on purpose. That's exactly what I would have thought okay. coming into. It. That's so, what surprised uh, me so I'll much. I'll say Chicago has a team. Nope. No. That was one of the six got left out from the XFL. Oh, yeah. L.A. Yeah, L.A. got one. L.A. Yeah. got mm-hmm. a team. Okay, and I, I uh, New Jersey. Well, New, New York. New, New York. Jersey? Yeah, they just went with New York this time, so there's no split. Yeah, okay, b- before so, there was they called them the New yeah. York New Jersey Hitmen, and now it's just New York something. They but I don't have. Will the team they names. play in New Jersey? Or will they play in New York? That uh, actually, yeah, and they're playing in MetLife Stadium. Oh, so, so they're playing. So they're in uh, New yeah, York. yeah, in New Jersey. Or that is it is New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's crazy that they're not. I guess they're going with the whole like New York Giants thing where they're the New yeah. York team no matter what. So. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I, I uh, but so yeah, those are your two carryovers. They, so they're going to share a stadium with the Giants and the Jets already I, sharing. I guess it? so. I guess. And and, and now they're going to go to the Meadowlands too. It's, I guess so. Yeah, but that's the only two that carried that's over. Nuts. Play from, in Yankee Stadium in in the Bronx. Right. Well, I mean that you know that makes more sense to me. And then you're actually a football team that's actually in New York. Right. Right. Uh, it, it's uh, okay. So uh, New York's got a team. We know that uh, LA's got a team. So those are the two. Those are the two carryovers. Markets. All right. Yeah. Uh, let me guess. Tampa. Yep. Tampa Bay. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. So that's three. three. Now we got three. Um, Atlanta. Nope. No. No. Hmm. Nashville. Mm-mm. 
I didn't think they were even up for one, honestly. No. Uh, now, uh, think big. These are big markets. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. All okay. of them are large. Well, so except Dallas, for the two. I guess. Then. Yep, Dallas is getting one. Wow, uh, man, I don't yeah. know. I'm gonna have to just get you to name the rest okay. of them. I, I, I don't think I can guess the rest of and them. And I'm guessing by the way they've got them separated. Yeah, no, it's no by. There's no rhyme or reason. So you had Dallas and Tampa Bay, Los Angeles, and New York. Those are the four we know. And then you have Houston, uh-huh. St. Louis. So St. Louis is getting a pro team again. Yeah. Uh, right. Seattle and Washington D.C. So, wow. And, Seattle and Washington D.C. So they've had the Redskins and they'll have whatever these teams. Uh, and I'll tell you the parks. Dallas is the Dallas team's playing at Globe Life Park. Houston's playing at Tedeco Stadium. I don't know. T D E C U. Yeah, that's uh, I, that's what they. I think that's what they um, call it. Is is T D E C U. Right, and I, then L.A. You got StubHub Center. New York's at MetLife Stadium. St. Louis is at the Dome. Uh, Seattle is CenturyLink Field. Uh, Tampa Bay is Raymond James. It just says Raymond James. And then D.C. is at Audi Field. So, wait, wait, wait. Uh, CenturyLink Field, I believe, is the Seahawks field. I think so, yeah. Uh, I don't know where the Globe Life Park is in Dallas. I, I don't know where that one is. Uh, that could be SMU Stadium. Uh, mm. I, I, or it could be TCU Stadium, for all I know, even though that's actually, I think, in Fort Worth. Um, and then I guess Houston, that stadium, is that the Texans stadium? What is the name of it? The Tadeku, the uh, yeah, Tadeko, no, uh, yeah, yeah, I think it is. I think that is where the Texans play. T T Dick, T. I don't know, whatever you call that. So I think it's a credit union. I know that it's like a, uh, it's some kind of credit union. Yeah, and it says something about it's the first dome from the first dome stadium to the first word heard on the moon or something. So Houston, that's I guess that's their way of advertising it. So okay. So it's got them right out there. And it, now, I have no names for the team. So, and I'm sure, being if it's like the previous XFL, it's probably going to be something cool. They're probably going to be really colorful and interesting. And, you know, I'm hoping. I hope they don't go plain thinking they were too over the top. That was the one thing they did have right with the first XFL is the way the jerseys were. Not the name changing thing, but the whole identity of the jersey. The colors were cool. The, the uh, mascots, the emblems, everything on them was really cool. Like, I still would like to have a old outlaws jersey because those were neat but uh then of course you got the alliance of american football which is another they stole a lot of the xfl markets because they took the birmingham team the orlando memphis and oh no that's it okay i was thinking the other one but not san antonio and san and san diego were different but in case you didn't know about them either the alliance of american football which will start here soon in february has a team in atlanta birmingham orlando memphis Arizona, Salt Lake City, San Antonio, and San Diego. So they're kind and of And to be honest out. with you, I didn't want to like it because I wanted an XFL team, not an AAFL team. Yeah, me too. I, I also, because the AAFL, it's like their stated objective seems to be to be the development league for the NFL, whereas the XFL wants to compete with the NFL. Now, right. I think Which they're in their as market, far as so. a long-term <laughs> smarter play, the AAFL is probably making the more smart play long-term because the XFL – you're just not going to compete heads up against the NFL. It's the biggest thing that there is. It's not even, here's the thing, college football, which is the next biggest thing, right? The next biggest close thing to the NFL. I don't know. The NBA may actually beat college football a little bit in ratings, but the uh, college football 
their championship game, I don't think, gets the ratings that a regular season Monday night football game gets. Right. And that just tells you how far the gap is. And I know NFL ratings went down over a couple of years. They're up this year, but they were down over the last couple of years. But you got to understand how far they got to fall. And so to for the XFL to think that they're going to compete directly with the NFL is, is maybe a little bit foolish. I mean, right. uh, because it's there's so much ground to make up. And the best players are going to be in the NFL because that's where the money is. So you're already at a disadvantage because you don't have players as good as that league. So uh, you need something else. Now, the XFL had gimmicks their first year. They had a lot of gimmicks. I think this year they're just going to rely on being more of a pure football in this iteration of the XFL. It's going to be more of a they're, – they're more purists about the game, less uh, – less player safety i think too is maybe right. one of the things. well they did change their colors I, I don't really care for i noticed the xfl symbol is very similar to the old one but it's red white and blue this right, time instead, instead of, black. of black no black and uh, that I black was what made it now, different I thought having a black football was stupid because <laughs> it's you know you play your games at night I, I, that, right but, it makes uh, it harder to see yeah you know i i don't know i mean i think there are things they could do to make it interesting uh and but honestly, I, I just think that in the end, it's going to be like arena football and it may hang around for a little while, but it's never going to be that big. Uh, it, It'll just be something or, to fill that gap now, so you'll the, have football year-round. The American year -round. Alliance of Football, I think, by trying to align themselves with the uh, NFL and knowing that the NFL had a uh, had the uh, failed – they tried to start a D-League a few years ago and, and failed. They got it all the way to the year before they were going to start playing games and then couldn't get it off the ground and never played a game. And also, people need to know that the guy doing the this alliance of football is the old business partner, under McMahon, with the XFL. Well, so, no, he's the son of. Or the son, yeah, I'm sorry, son of the yeah. business partner. So it's kind of a, you know, it's an interesting little competition because I'm not sure how well that went over, that this guy just kind of sprung it out of right, nowhere. Yeah, it's Dick Eversall's son. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, but the teams, the only thing I, the only problem I have with the um, Alliance of American Football, they stole Memphis's team that they could have had with the XFL, which I would rather had an XFL team. And they put teams if they back. They named it the Maniacs again. Uh, right. Now, I mean, the Memphis Express is okay. Yeah, but, but it's like, that's a, it's so sellout. I mean, right, right. Like, you and know, it's red, white, and blue. There's nothing real. I mean, yeah, who, I don't have no problem with red, white, and blue, but it was Memphis, the Maniacs was, were unique and it was kind of a cool thing and if, something different from the whole everything else because everything else here is yeah. all tied into blue because you got the grizzlies are blue the tigers are blue everything else it seems like which i'm i like i love that but when you got something like this it's your chance to have something out of the box even the titans are blue up in nashville but and something else that gets me they went back to Birmingham. Well, here's what i like about it though let me tell you this because in the you know that league i was just talking about the nfl had a development league that they were going to get off the ground it's like two three years ago mm -hmm. and uh tennessee had a team and they were going to play in Knoxville at Neyland Stadium, and their color was going to be orange. And they were just called Tennessee. They didn't have a team name. They were just called right. Tennessee. Each, each team was named after whatever state they were in. And uh, it never got off the ground. But I'm so glad it's not another ugly orange team. that we, right. you know, and, 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 hey, I'm sorry if you're a fan of Tennessee, but you know that color is not great. I mean, like, you wear it to support your team, but – it's not like you can just uh, walk around wearing that color orange unless you're, like, hunting. 
Right. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of orange. Not just because of being a Bama guy. I just I've never orange and brown are my two's least favorite colors. So that's why I really Cleveland to me. So I got some of the ugliest jerseys I've ever seen. But uh, but yeah, orange is not my favorite color either. But it's just yeah. And and I noticed the Orlando team took on orange and blue. They're the Apollos in the Alliance, and I don't really care for. Them. Of course, they're right there by the Florida Gator. You know, you're not far from there. I much would prefer the Orlando Rage come back and my, the biggest thing i can't understand with the alliance is they went back to birmingham i'm like really that one they couldn't hardly support it then why would you do that but they're also i mean atlanta i get it orlando i get it uh, memphis yeah i mean they come back here they um, they supported it for the xfl a lot of people i hear people say oh no wonder i was like no i went to almost every game other than the whole uh beer bottle throwing game with the uh rain out that one i didn't go to but after that i went to every game i just missed the first game and then it looks like San Diego Fleet looks like Navy, West Coast Navy team, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Same colors and everything. Uh, and then they have a big old ship as their little mascot. And then, of course, the Salt Lake Stallions, those actually look really cool. But we'll see. We'll have plenty of football, though. The next <laughs> the next uh, couple of years are going to be interesting. Lots of yeah, football. Yeah, well, at least you'll have football during the summer. And uh, so if you don't like NASCAR, I guess that's good news because NASCAR is about the only thing left after May. Yeah. Uh, so now I don't know actually how long their season is going to go and all of that. I think it's either. only eight games first this first year. So, uh, well, so then it won't even make it to the end of the NBA season. No, it's supposed to be February and March. It basically will end sometime mid-April, I think. Oh well, we'll keep an eye on it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you know what's going on with that. More of Adam and Chad coming up next. We're going to make college bowl picks right here on the air. It's US Fifty One Country ninety three five FM in the US Fifty One Country mobile app. Welcome back to Adam and Chad on US 51 Country 93.5 FM. And here we go. US 51 Country 93.5 FM. Adam and Chad in here with you for the final segment. Adam is queuing up bowl games over there. One of which we got going on right now is UAB is playing uh, somebody who I can't remember. Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois uh, in that one. I picked UAB. What's the score right now? It's 10-0 to UAB, so you picked good. All I right. picked them too, so I was – UAB disappointed me earlier in our pick them throughout the year, but I figured that. Northern Illinois, and Northern Illinois is decent, but UAB typically comes to play in the bowl games, so – Reza right now, it's still only in the first quarter, but it's looking like... And I, 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 yeah, I'm glad that their season will be over soon just because I'm so sick of hearing this the same thing from the people at ESPN. A program that was just shut down three years right, ago right. has climbed back to bowl eligibility. And it's like, oh, God. Yeah, you know, right. I mean, yeah, we know. All right? We know. Right. right. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that one. I'm so tired of hearing that. I'm like, come on, guys. It's three years. I can see the first year if they went right at you know, and now yeah. it's like okay, it's three years later. Let's, let's you know, they're back. They That's can't it. even That's give it. Central Florida props for going undefeated, but they give UAB props for making a bowl. <laughs> it's like come on. I mean, yeah, they went ten and three, but still, it's like or who go? But honestly, and three, but. I mean, uh, the last team to spend a year off from football was SMU, and they've never recovered. So I guess it is pretty <laughs> impressive. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that must be what they're using that benchmark. They're going, hey, look at what happened last time. So, but it was for different reasons, of course. So that way, if anybody yeah. out there goes, hey, UAB didn't get actually shut down for doing the illegal stuff. No, they actually whereas, just got shut down because they had corrupt university officials that 
claimed that the football team was draining money when it was actually the only thing making money. Right. Right. Somebody somebody had it in for somebody in the yeah. administration. But uh but yeah, we'll we'll go ahead. We missed some games from the past. Only... You know the rumor is that it was University of Alabama personnel that, right. that I mean like up well, in the legislature. It's, it's sad as that is to say the right. same system. Yeah, yeah, I you know, with some of the craziness that's happened with some of the fans and different people associated separate yeah. as much as I hate to say that it it, may, it probably was. Somebody, <laughs> you know. It's just one of those things. If it'd been Alabama or Auburn, either one, you got the right people that they want all the money and try to, you know, if somebody had some kind of disagreement, and it just went that way. So, but uh, yeah, we missed uh, six games from last week. We won't, you know, you've probably seen them, you know, the score, so we're not going to worry about that. Other only game was the Arizona State Fresno State was kind of a surprise. Yeah, Fresno State won that me. game. Um, yeah. And uh, but you know, unfortunately, all right, line so, them up, let's pick all right. And we got UABs going on. So next one we had. Uh, that's actually playing tomorrow night, uh, San Diego State versus Ohio. I picked San Diego State in this one. They seem to do well in bowl games, but uh, you know, I don't know much about Ohio this year. So. I, I picked San Diego State because I feel like they've uh, got a little more bowl prowess about them as far as the team. Like I, I think they played a little bit tougher schedule in Ohio. Uh, uh, well, maybe not a tougher schedule. They won tougher games in Ohio. Right. So I, I picked uh, their San strength Diego of schedule State, is yeah. a little better. Then we got uh, Marshall at South Florida. This one's on this Thursday coming up. I picked South Florida because Marshall's been okay, but South Florida's been pretty dynamic. I, but I, I just went with South Florida. Yeah, I went with South Florida, too. I actually went with the American. Uh, uh, even though despite a couple of games I could have gone either way on, I went with the American to actually sweep bowl season and win all their games. Um, the, it, uh, now, it probably won't, but I, it uh, – but I, I did pick that, and uh, in this case, uh, South Florida, I think they'll win. Actually, one of the games, though, that I didn't feel great about was East Carolina, and they won. So, uh, <laughs> And I, I didn't – I was thinking they'll be the – they'll start it off with a loss, but they didn't. So, uh, so far, so good. And Tulane won, too. Yeah. Two, I'm sorry. I said East Carolina. I meant Tulane. Tulane, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, one of the terrible teams from the country. Right, right. Uh, you know, I, uh, they won big, too. Yeah. yeah, Tulane won and won big, and that was one of the games I was worried about was them against Louisiana, and uh, they actually uh, did really well in the game. And so uh, the only other game I'm worried about is, I believe, the uh, Tulsa Bowl game is the one that I, I'm, I'm kind of uh, worried yeah, about Tulsa, Tulsa in that one. That and there's another one I'll get to. We'll, I'm going to skip a few of these just garbage bowl games because we got so many in so little time. Yeah. Uh, the one I'm skipping, Florida International, Toledo, Western Michigan, BYU. Then we go to Memphis this coming Saturday. At Wake or at Wake, they're playing Wake Forest. They should handle this game. If they don't win this game, there's some serious issues going on with Memphis. Even without Henderson, I think they can win this game. Yeah, honestly, I think it, uh, one one factor is the weather. And, right, uh, right. It might be sloppy down there it, Saturday, and you know Legion Field is terrible right, anyway. Right, and so if it's raining uh, like It'll it was the, the last time they played in the Birmingham Bowl, they'll lose for sure. Uh, I mean, they'll lose for sure. So. But uh, I will say that uh, provided that there is good weather. I think that Memphis can win this game. You're right. I, Daryl Henderson, I, I know Daryl Henderson's not going to play enter the draft and because he's got an agent or something now he can't play. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, the uh, I, I think without Daryl Henderson, they're fine in this game. Running back depth is not a problem at Memphis. Uh, right now their problem is making, getting everything going in the passing game. Uh, I think they're fine without Daryl Henderson in this game. I do think it's largely dependent on the weather. Uh, but... Provided there's good weather, I don't see there's any reason they can't beat Wake by two scores or more. Right. No, I mean, I I, Wake Forest is just not that good. They they tripped into where they are right now. Uh, 
you know, it, it is the Birmingham Bowl, though, and while I uh, want people to go out there and support the Tigers, I've been to that stadium, so I understand if you don't want to. Right, right. <laughs> no, then, it's it's terrible. Right. I, it's, it's, it's it is a awful. Shame. It's a I shame. Mean, it is. I remember when we went there for the bowl game back against Auburn, I was very disappointed because that's the first time anybody, I've been back there in a long time. Anybody that complains about the Liberty Bowl oh, yeah, should yeah. go watch a game in Legion Field. Right. You'd be shocked, especially if Alabama fans have been there. It's, it's terrible. You see the stuff on the wall, and it's like, oh, my gosh, this, the history – and just know you they feel like taken when you're walking up to the stands that you're gonna it's gonna fall down right any moment. it's that bad like that's not even like exaggerating it's like you look and go oh is that rail going to collapse yeah <laughs> hopefully i joke about it. i hope nothing like that ever happens but I, if it ever did i wouldn't go you know I that's hope, so crazy i hope it doesn't happen but like I'll, i felt like when we were we were in the press box the last time we were there and i'm looking across at the fans the the fans sitting in the stands and i'm thinking it wouldn't surprise me this is even terrible to say but it wouldn't surprise me if like suddenly just like a section dropped right right like, it's that bad yeah. like it really is that bad but yeah it's, and then of course the more intriguing american game you was talking about uh houston at army that game is saturday in the armed forces bowl i the army's not i mean they're 10 and 2 doing good houston normally i'd be like yeah but i think i think army's gonna get them i think that might be the americans first loss unless it rains at the memphis game i really do think this houston could be the and the least likely to lose too. That would be the one you wouldn't think would. But well, I you know though it's Army and Army is better this year than they've been in right. maybe 50 not the years. Army of past. Yeah, yeah, they're they're like Army from back when Army won national championships. No, they're not that good. But they right. Uh, right. they but no, they're they're a lot better than they have been in the past. Army is really good. They uh, they tied Oklahoma. They were tied with Oklahoma at halftime. Uh, they uh, I mean they can compete. And right. while I think Houston's on the right track for a lot of things, this is a tough game. Now, I did pick Houston in this game, but, uh, I, you know, I don't know. Army could very well win this game. And let me say this, too. Now, Army is more likely to play hard in bowl season than Houston is because those guys are uh, – most of those guys are just going to go do their service or whatever right. afterwards. They're or not going to the NFL in, or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, they don't have these future plans they're thinking about. It's not a meaningless game for them. And uh, whereas most bowls, other than the playoffs, it's just, are meaningless yeah. games. And so a lot of players actually treat them that way. So it's more likely the Army's ready for this game, and Army has a good chance to win this game. I just hope Houston can pull it out, right. honestly. The only reason I picked them is because I hope they can win. Right, right, for conference, yeah. And also, Houston's best defender's not going to play. He's gone to the NFL, too, So which he hasn't been as dominating as he was. And games I'm going to skip, I, you got Buffalo and Troy, Hawaii, Louisiana Tech. Those are all coming up Saturday, so if you like those teams, have fun. Then uh, next Wednesday, the Boston College Boys State. I'm not going to worry about that one. Minnesota at Georgia Tech next Wednesday also. Uh, then we have um, at Cal and TCU, and, but then we get to the back to the American Conference. Temple at Duke, uh, that's next Thursday. I pick Temple. I think Temple going to hand Duke's no joke though. That should be a pretty good game. Yeah, but I think I Temple mean, should be able to win that. It's a decent matchup, I think. But uh, Temple, I think, is just a better all around football team, like fundamental. Right. fundamentally a oh, better football team than Duke. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. And then what's crazy is SEC has 11 teams playing in bowls, including the playoff game and all that. And next Thursday, December 20th, is the first SEC team to play, and that's Vandy. They're playing Baylor. I think both me and you both agreed that this probably is going to be a slaughter. Vandy should have no problem taking care of Baylor with this game. Probably. I, I think the only issue with Vandy will be uh, like an issue in the secondary, but Baylor – 
you know, there's just not much. To yeah, them. there's not much to them. They're kind of looking ahead to next year too. I think. Whereas, like Vandy's another one of those teams where the bowl means something to them, just because getting there is a big deal yeah. for Vandy. And they'll finish. They're six and six, so that means they finish the season with a losing record if they lose. So it right. gives them a little motivation. Yeah, yeah. So then so. you had the next SEC. You got Purdue at Auburn. That's on. Ne- that's next Friday, and that's up here in Nashville at the Music City Bowl. I don't. I mean, Purdue. I mean, beat Ohio State. So if they get up to play this game, and Auburn's known to just kind of like we saw last year. Of course, Central Florida would argue that, but it seems like they don't really get up for bowl games unless they're in a bigger game. And this game, Memphis would argue with you too, though, because they beat Memphis in Birmingham. Right. Now so. that's true. That's true. I think that was one of the battle of wheels. I think because you know Memphis just it really lost their coach. Like, honestly, you know, though, it seemed Fuente like just nobody left. wanted to win that game. Right, it really did. If you remember yeah. back to that game, and I probably wet, said rainy. that. Yeah, I probably said it on the air. Uh, it seemed like nobody wanted to win. It was whichever team wanted to lose more. That's lost. right. That's right. Because now Memphis had an excuse. Their coach had just left. They were under an interim coach, and the new coach was watching from the wings, and you know everybody, everything was in flux at Memphis. Uh, and Paxton Lynch, on top of that, had a terrible game, and. Uh, it, it just, you know, it was raining. It didn't go well. Uh, I don't know what happened to Auburn in that game. But you're right. Auburn is not good in bowl season. They weren't good in that Memphis game. They just ended up winning. Right, They right. weren't good. Yeah. They just literally, uh, no pun intended, slid right into that win because it was, I mean, it was a mess. That, but uh, then you got, uh, let's see, West Virginia, Syracuse. I ain't worried about that. Iowa State, Washington State ought to be good. Uh, oh, then we got another. You got the Chick-fil-A Bowl on Saturday. Next, not this coming, but the next Saturday. Uh, Florida at Michigan. That's going to be an interesting game. I, I think Michigan statistically on paper should win it. Oh, I think. But so. they're playing at, uh, at the Peach Bowl, so I, I don't think Florida has ever beat Michigan. You can look that up, but I'm I feel like they've never beat Michigan. That Michigan is always, sure, yeah. no matter how bad they were and how good. I know Florida in the past was, they've had stuff happen. Like I know that. when they played in bowls in the past because uh, they played three times in the last six or seven years yeah, i think Michigan's in bowls beat them and michigan has and uh the last time it was a slaughter right yeah michigan i remember that i mean took them to the shed right it was nuts uh and but i'm i, I think and I, I may be wrong about this i think florida's never beat michigan and honestly this year michigan's a better team I, yeah. I mean, Michigan is Michigan is is a borderline playoff team. Right on paper, they should be, so, but it depends on whether they really want to win. You know, yeah. they come in the game. Florida's not, got more to. Had they game. not laid an egg against Ohio State, they'd be fine. In the, right. they'd be in the playoffs, right. and I I think they're a playoff caliber team. Right. Uh, so uh, you know, in Florida, I think they're a big not. argument. One of the big arguments for going to eight, although uh, you know, uh, a lot of the stuff would have ended up being a rematch. So I don't know if it would have been great uh, TV, but right. uh, you know. Uh, I think they will eventually go to eight, and I think you heard Brian Kelly say that too. But if they were at eight, uh, Michigan would be one of the teams in right, right now. So that's why I just say Michigan's a lot better than Florida. And uh, they, I mean, I don't, you know, Florida will show up, and it might be tough, but Florida is a little bit overranked. And uh, oh, yeah, they, uh, they, also, Michigan is a little bit underappreciated because uh, they don't show up in big games. Right. They got a bad habit of doing that. And then, of course, probably the most garbage of the SEC Bowl is South Carolina and Virginia playing at the same time. Everybody's going to be watching Florida-Michigan, so (laughs) that's the belt bowl. So I'm not interested. I I got South Carolina just because I went with the SEC there. They're both 7-5, and and they both suck. I got Virginia just because of what Bronco Mendenhall has been doing over there has been amazing. Like taking a nothing team that's never been anything in the the ACC and really making them competitive. 
Yeah, and they have been competitive so, at times yeah. this year. Oh, by the way, uh, you said no interesting bowl games other than the uh, Fresno State, uh, Arizona State, but there actually was one interesting one, and that was the fact that Old Dominion killed whoever they played. I, I can't even remember who they played. But Old Dominion, it, it was like a Power 5 team, and they killed them. And mm. uh, they, who did they play? Look, look that up. Um, or if that wasn't, maybe it was a basketball score I saw. That was basketball, yeah, because okay. they're, they're, they're not, I don't think Old Dominion made the bowl. Oh, okay, year, yeah. okay, scratch what I said then. Yeah. When I saw it, <laughs> I thought it was a football score, and I was like, wow. Yeah, I think they I missed like, the bowl season I mean, this two year. power five wins in one year? So it was, it was right. a basketball that's score. that's what it was, okay. yeah. Never mind, <laughs> yeah. Scratch yeah, what yeah. I said. You see all these scores come up. It was, and they don't, they I'll tell mix you what it was, now. it was on Saturday. And so I'm I'm seeing all these scores pop up, and I just assumed it was a bowl game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah, a lot of football this past weekend. So I I'd have done the same thing. I do it sometimes. Go what? That wasn't uh, my Stephen A. Smith moment, by the way. Right, uh, right, you know, I didn't right. name two players that weren't even in the game and said that was the matchup I was looking for. So. Right. <laughs> you didn't go that far, so you're good. <laughs> now we got the the two playoff games. You got Notre Dame at Clemson, and then Alabama Oklahoma. I've got. Clemson beat Notre Dame. I think this game will be close, and it could go the other way because Notre Dame has made messy for Clemson before, and then I think Alabama Oklahoma is going to be a little closer too. And two of the looks they said today, it looks like he's pretty much at one hundred percent, and he's he's already been practicing. So I think he'll be fine unless he gets hit in that ankle, and that could change everything for Alabama. And I don't know if Jalen can score enough to outscore Kyler. I so, don't. I mean, he can but, score enough. Can he score fast enough? Right. That, that's right. the thing. Is see, they eat a lot of Alabama's time. defense is going to be. They key. eat more time off the clock with Jalen Hurts than they do with Tua Tagovailoa. Right. And uh, that's going to be the difference in the game, man. If Tua's playing at quarterback, they can strike just as fast as Oklahoma. If Jalen is starting a game, he can score on Oklahoma's defense, but they're can he do it they, enough they times? do it on the ground so much they eat up a clock. Right. Whereas. Oklahoma's coming and just wearing them Throwing out darts, just yeah. as fast as uh, they can get up there. So, right. uh, yeah, it, it's but it should be a, a, a situation where I hope Tua can play because honestly, and and I wouldn't have said this uh, two weeks ago. I would have told you that uh, it wouldn't upset me if Oklahoma came out and won this game. But then when they gave Kyler Murray the Heisman Trophy instead of Tua, that's stupid. I mean, you just don't have eyes if if you did that. And uh, it shows you what a joke it is. And so to, for that reason, I think they deserve to just get beat. Down. I think they deserve to be shown who the better quarterback is in this game. Right. I hope it goes that way, too. I'm, I'm with you. I, I mean, I, I feel like the reason, like I said, it's, it's a joke. And I got nothing they, against Kyler Murray. Right. Uh, but, I think uh, he's definitely talented, too. Yeah, and, and I, you know, definitely the second best uh, quarterback and, and definitely had a great year and all of that. But, uh, I mean, you know, it's yeah. – it, how, how stupid can you And be? I think they just did it because they knew Tua's coming back next year. Like, ah, he'll probably win next year. Let's just go ahead and give it to the guy that's probably going to go play baseball. Didn't he, won, like, so, didn't he win AP Player of the Year and, like, Tua only got, like, two votes? Like, how, yeah. Boy, it how goes much, to show you where the – follow the leader crap that you <laughs> right, guys play. Right, right, It's crazy there. But, yeah, yeah I, right, I, I got Alabama and Clemson uh, part four for the national title. That's who I'm going with, so. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm just only slightly different. Uh, I have Alabama and Notre Dame, and uh, I think Notre Dame pulls it out against Clemson. Close, close, close. But I'm going to say Notre Dame and uh, Alabama, and then Alabama wins. I mean, come on. Uh, it, it's You know, what's exciting this year about the NFL is nothing is certain. Any of these teams that are in there right now could go on to win the Super Bowl. Nobody can beat Alabama. You already know who's going to win. You might as well not even watch right. 
Just give them the ring. Give but them the I'll watch anyway. Right. <laughs> Should be fun. It'll right. give you entertainment. That's going to do it for us. See you again next week for Adam Craig and everybody else here at the Grace Broadcasting Studios. I'm Chad Gatlin. See ya.